welcome back to Catching Up David. Tonight is episode 45, Detective Pikachu. Hello, Hallie. Hello, David. Hello, Kristen. Guten Tag, David. And hello, listeners. <laughs> Detective Pikachu is a 2019 mystery film directed by Rob Letterman. It is a loose adaptation of the 2016 Pokemon Detective Pikachu video game, and it is the first live-action Pokemon film and the first live-action film based on a Nintendo game since 1993's Super Mario Brothers, which I remember as a child being an excellent movie, though no one else seems to feel that way about it. <laughs> have you seen the Super Mario Brothers movie? I haven't, no. actually. Oh, man. It's before my time. I oh, keep meaning man. to watch it. It's... Yeah, that's what I hear about it mostly. Oh, man. Classic. <laughs> I mean, I saw it when I was eight... And maybe not since. <laughs> but I remember it being pretty great. So, take that as as you will. I have nothing but high expectations for it. Yeah. It's... Can it beat Titanic's, Titanic's 6 that you gave it? I mean, my memory is pretty fuzzy of this movie. But it's definitely more than a 6. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah. So you, you recently watched this new Space Jam. And I maybe the old Space Jam? The new, I, I watched both of them. I watched the old Space Jam, and then the new Space Jam, and that's then like, the old Space Jam the next day. Okay. Yeah. As a palate like, cleanser? Yeah. That's more like, or less. Yeah. Well, another friend hadn't seen it, and I was like, why not just watch Space Jam again? I have seen Space Jam. Really? It's like the same era, and... Like same, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same style of uh, awfulness. Man, the nineties, the early nineties, that was a that was a time. That was a time. I wasn't around. That's why it's so bad. I mean, it was a great time. I wasn't they around. Had, that's why it's so bad. They had TV shows. I don't remember the name of this. Listeners, if you were older like me and you remember, please let us know on Twitter. But there was a TV show that they played on Saturday mornings, I think, that was like a video game contest where there would be three people and they would play like games that were like new to them sometimes and it would all be on like the regular Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And then whoever won got to run through this like maze of mostly like Nintendo and video game related products and would just like like skateboard grab it off the thing put it like put it in their cart or whatever like grab a new system and like you end up going down a slide and like grabbing games and stuff as you did it and that, that was like fun. and those were your prizes you, what are you talking about game you shows <laughs> 1990 game shows what what I'll do some investigating all right I only just remembered this I wasn't prepared it to talk like about video games plus Supermarket Sweep, the show you both watch apparently. Yeah, yeah. Supermarket, Supermarket Sweep, Sweep is, is the best. It is great. Also a product of the 90s. Yeah. But this was for kids and <laughs> uh, video game related. Yeah, let me know if you know what that thing is called. I will do my own investigation and hopefully between the two of us <laughs> ways, we'll put our brains together and figure it out. Um, Detective Pikachu. It stars Ryan Reynolds in the titular role, providing both the voice and facial motion capture for Pikachu, and co-stars Justice Smith, K. 
Catherine Newton, Suki Waterhouse, Omar Chaparro, Chris Gear, Ken Watanabe, and Bill Nighy in live action roles. It was a box office success, grossing $433 million off of its $155 million budget, which I think it makes it a box office success, but I don't know, Hollywood accounting is weird, and it may actually, they may have been like, nope, it was a total loss. I don't understand how they calculate things, because mm-hmm. I think it's also based on expectations, because I remember them saying that Birds of Prey was a flop, but it got like the same amount of money as some other movie that came out that they were calling a success. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how these things work. But it looks like it made a bunch of money. Hopefully that means it was successful. It does make it the second highest grossing video game film adaptation of all time. Behind, can you guess, the number one spot? Tomb Raider. No. (laughs) Was it Sonic? It was not Sonic. (laughs) (laughs) It should have been Sonic. One more guess, Kristen. I suddenly can't think of any games aside from Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> no. <laughs> Allie. Um, um, is there Crash Bandicoot? <laughs> the thing is that, like, I have been told this piece of trivia before, so I know the answer. The but Matrix. not right now. It's not a video game. You don't know. I had a dream about the Matrix the other night. I was really fucking mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like ah, got pwned by my subconscious. I hated it. Pwned? Are we pwned. in like fourth grade? Yeah, again? That's, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Apparently, I was so bad about the Matrix. You regressed. I regressed back to fourth grade vernacular. Um. Um. I can I also like think of Frogger, but I don't think they made a movie based on Frogger. <laughs> I feel like it's recent, but it can't be Assassin's Creed because oh, that movie It is recent. Sucked. It's 2016. Total Recall? No. Um, is that a video game? No. I mean, it might be, but okay. I think oh, a lot of those The whole thing movies. about in Total Recall is that they play a game, and that's what I was thinking of. I haven't seen Total Recall. This is just oh, Total a Recall guess. is great, but like the, origi- like the original one is really good. I they they've made a remake, and I they don't did. know. I've I, heard that one's not as good. I thought about seeing it, and then I did not. Five, four, three. Surely, Wreck It Ralph doesn't two, count as a video game adaptation one. because that's its own thing. She ran out of time. What video is it? Games. No, it was 2016's Warcraft movie. Oh, which. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a thing, but apparently it did very poorly in the States and was much more popular worldwide. Alright, I'm not mad about missing that I one. I vaguely cool. recall this, maybe. Yeah, the word sounds familiar, but then like you said it and I was like, oh, maybe I didn't know that. Yeah. All I know is that my friend's brother played that a lot. Yeah. I'd go to her house. He was playing World of Warcraft. That's what you do. I had friends in high school who played World of Warcraft a lot as well. And I didn't, so when I would go and hang out with them, the three of them would be on their computers, and I would be watching. <laughs> and it was miserable. It's but, never fun. But I was I was not confident enough in myself in high school to be like, hey guys, what if we did something else? <laughs> or you didn't invite me over so I could watch you play your right? stupid video game. That's I'm, my only feelings about World of Warcraft. <laughs> I feel bad because my nephew is always like, watch me play this game, and I don't know how to politely 
and life lesson you tell him that people don't usually just enjoy watching you play a game i i i don't know i like watching people play games but only if i'm like seeking it out well and yeah can, if like, you seek it out anytime. but not if someone's like here watch me play this game and it's not like a really cool part of a level or something they just want you to watch them play it and I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> like, I watch things on, on Twitch all the time, but... but... Yeah, you seek it out. But I seek it out. That's not someone from Twitch being like, Hey, David, watch me play this game. <laughs> <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you come over and we'll do nothing except me have fun. And you sit there and go, wow. Yeah. That was cool. And that's it. Yeah. Pokemon. Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. They didn't use the song, which was a little bit disappointing. They did use uh, the song. Yeah, they did. Where did they use Detective the song? Detective Pikachu sang it. When he oh, was yeah. all sad. When he was sad. He the bridge. That's not the same, because he was sad. In case it's been a while since you've seen it. <laughs> Detective Pikachu is the story of Tim Goodman, a 21-year-old kid working in insurance after he gave up his dream of being a Pokemon trainer. His mother has passed away, and after a failed attempt to capture a very small Cubone, he receives a phone call that his father, Harry, a detective in Rhyme City, has also died in a car crash. That sentence was a weird journey. Uh, Tim travels to the city to sort out his father's affairs, where he discovers Harry's police partner, an amnesiac hat-wearing Pikachu in Harry's apartment. Surprisingly, Tim can understand Pikachu's speech, while all others only hear the Pikachu voice. Allie, do the Pikachu voice. Oh, I forgot to practice! Do the Pikachu this voice! This is your practice right right now. Yeah. It's not as good the as it Pikachu used to be voice. when I was younger and my voice was higher pitched. It was really good back then. <laughs> now I'm an adult, so my timber's all wrong. Yeah. Well, Tim can understand him in perfect English, regardless. Pikachu is convinced that since he, since he survived the car crash, Harry must have survived too, and teams up with Tim to track Harry down. A suspicious R chemical. The interrogation of Mr. Mime and a whole lot of adorable Bulbasaurs. Detective Pikachu. I got all happy when Allie's, you said Bulbasaurs. Allie's very into the Bulbasaurs. That's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, it's a pretty good part. It's a very good part. It's, it's, a, it's a good part. It's alright. You're not coming at this with the right vivacity. No, I really liked it. I did pick Bulbasaur as my favorite Pokemon on the quiz, but I almost picked those like frisbee throwing ones because I think they seem cool. There's a long tongue. Ninjas? Yeah. Those are ninja stars that they're throwing. They're frisbees. They're throwing stars. They're frisbees. What are throwing stars if not frisbees that don't come back? Sharp frisbees. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, for the quiz, there are a couple of Detective Pikachu quizzes they choose from, so naturally I went with the one that asked which Pokemon you would be. And it was fine. It was a solid quiz. Yeah, that was like, it was a cute, like it wasn't the best one, but it was one of the good ones. Yeah, and some had like a whole bunch of different options. Yeah. You could pick which Flareon you would be, or which, not Flareon, Flareon Uh, is one of the things. Eevee turns into stuff, and Mm -hmm. one of them is a Flareon. I'm seeing what happens right now if I answer the Greninja people instead, and I'm seeing if that gives me a different answer. Oh my god, it gave me a different answer. Well... You don't get two answers. You I don't. pick which one you like. I have one that I like more, but I will read my original response. Right, good. Which may or may not be the one I like more. We don't know. 
which is it? Yeah. You, you're up first now. You volunteered. I prefer my second answer, but I hope that my first answer uh, makes Hallie angry because I got Detective Pikachu. That does make me angry. Yeah. <laughs> like, really angry. My first thought wasn't even like, oh, how cute I got Pikachu. It was like, I hope this makes her upset. <laughs> I get really upset. <laughs> it says... Detective Pikachu, you are a pint-sized pocket of pure energy and curiosity. There's nothing that can sway your sense of determination once you put your mind to something. Oh, and you love coffee. You're pretty much 1,000% powered by coffee. What was your other result? Charizard! (laughs) (laughs) Which is the one I like more because... Fire. The dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Hallie, who'd you get? I also got Detective Pikachu. <laughs> so, like, it's more okay than it would be if you had gotten Detective Pikachu and I didn't. I was going through this, like, man, if I don't get Detective Pikachu, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be mad, but I got him, so it's okay. World's greatest detective. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently I'm the world's greatest detective. No, I'm Detective Pikachu. Are you also Detective Pikachu? Is this the is this the My Big Fat Greek Wedding quiz all over again? No, I got Psyduck. <laughs> David, no. I was literally going through the quiz like, if they give me Psyduck, I'm going to lose it. I think you're unfair to Psyduck. I love Psyduck. Psyduck is a good result. You should be happy, David. Well, Psyduck's result is you are constantly stressed out by things in life, and it's a huge load to bear. It makes you into kind of a nervous wreck. Maybe take a vacation, a vacation or two soon. You look tired. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like it's a bad rap. Poor there were no up. positives in there whatsoever. It was just, you're anxious, you look tired, you need a break, kid. Yeah. That, that feels about right. I'm sorry you got Psyduck. It's I'm okay. Not. I like Psyduck. <laughs> what's, what's your beef with Psyduck? All he does is walk around and be like, Psyduck. And I'm like, shut up. I am Pikachu. And he was like, oh my god. I hate you. Well, movie Psyduck leans into that a lot. But I really like show Psyduck. But actual Psyduck is the same as movie Psyduck. No, so. he, I feel like he's not, though. Well, for a long time, I'm pretty sure Misty didn't even know that Psyduck could do psychic moves, despite the Pokemon's name being Psyduck. I didn't know that for a long so time. It, it took a while for them to be like, oh my god, Psyduck has abilities besides just wandering around, grasping its head. Psyduck yeah. was a lot like Goldeen in that she would send that Pokemon out at inappropriate times, and it's like a very like conditional Pokemon. Like Goldeen, you just don't send them out. I don't even know how you like use a Psyduck because all they would do is be like Psyduck, except for the one time when they just made him so angry that he just like blew up. Yeah, that's what you do. That's what you do, Psyduck. That's animal cruelty. And in the (laughs) in the game, a Psyduck just has a psychic move after a while. Is the psychic move just? blowing things up or is it like no, it's called, looking 10 minutes into the future it's called psychic what does it do it's like it inflicts physical harm via telepathic waves it's so like it's like, like it's like the tackle of the psychic pokemon move gamut so it's kind of like jane in the twilight movies you could say that psyduck is like <laughs> jane in the twilight movies a natural comparison. 
Glad we figured that out. Yeah. Yeah. Had you both seen this before? Yes. Oh, yeah. I saw this the day it came out. I was excited. The first time I saw the trailer, I cried a little bit because I was like, it's Pikachu and he's wearing a detective hat. And I like sent it to all my friends like, look, Pikachu looks good (laughs) next to the human person. Yeah. He's going to befriend a human boy. (laughs) And everyone was like, Ali, shut up. And then then I wouldn't shut up about it. I didn't do what my friends asked me to. And I was just like so excited to see it. Pikachu does look exceptionally cute on the DVD. Right? On the DVD box. That's a very cute... That's a very good Pikachu. Pikachu with uh, his little deer stalker hat on. Yeah, I remember I saw the first trailer and was like, this will be fun, Pokemon movies. And then I think a new trailer came out and you were like, you should watch the new trailer. And I was like, don't tell me what to do, which is my default setting. Yeah. And so I didn't watch it until I think it happened to play before some video on YouTube and then the very end showed Mewtwo and I was like you didn't tell me Mewtwo was in this and then you were like I told you to watch the trailer and I'm like but that's not the same and I was right which is my default setting no and I spent at least like an extra month and then I think I tweeted something about how like Mewtwo's in this and then Martha was like did you not see the trailer and I was like no I didn't Martha's cool just on the up and up Martha is cool about the Pokemans. Yeah. yeah I all, of our, all of our favorite Pokemon were in it. Yeah. And had like fairly big roles. I don't remember. Who's your favorite Pokemon? Cubone. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember. <laughs> Cubone looked super cute in this movie. It's very small. Because like the thing is that some of the water Pokemon, like the Squirtle and the Lickitung, the texture of their skin kind of freaked me out a little and I didn't like it. And then some of the furry things I was like, hmm, interesting. But Cubone, because you don't have to worry as much about weird water type skin or fur looking possibly bad. Cubone looked super cute in the movie. Like they all did, but. Yeah. Extra. Yeah. You two had teeth, which alarmed me. <laughs> well, I feel like. I feel like. Mewtwo and other Pokemon looking just slightly alarming was a good choice, you know. Like, like they like they leaned into some of the realistic quote unquote aspects of like skin texture and like how weird this Pokemon would yeah. look in a in a realistic setting. And no. I respect that choice. I think I they like walked, that they leaned into it. They walked a middle line just brilliantly. Like they're cute and they're otherworldly, but they're still based on real animal characteristics and look pretty natural standing next to the people. I don't know. Just like they did a good props. Job. They did a good job. I thought who's who's the two-armed blue guy who was directing traffic cuz uh, of the Machoke? Yeah, it's like actually Machamp. he has four arms. I just meant like two per side. <laughs> <laughs> what did did you just miss? I don't I don't know what that was. <laughs> I like leaned this back down to correct you and say Machamp and then and then I don't know, water just fell on my face. But, like, <laughs> I don't know how. I thought that one looked nice and realistic. I think part of my thing was, like, if the fur, maybe I imagine it one way, and it doesn't look quite the same and then the water type. But if it wasn't one of those, I was like, yeah, top notch. What did you think of Tokopi? Didn't see Tokopi. You did see Tokopi. I sent you a picture. And I circled Tokopi in it. 
Or maybe I meant to circle Tokopi and then I didn't. I was going to say, I didn't see any circle or any Tokopi, but I saw someone wearing fishnet tights. And I can send you the picture with Tokopi circled, if you like. Yeah. Let's see if Tokopi is in this picture. You supposedly sent no circle. But is Tokopi in the picture? The eyes alarm me. <laughs> <laughs> Hallie does get a point. Yes! Because Togepi is definitely in the movie. I you love Togepi for that. I had this little this little Togepi stuffed animal that like you could press its little hand and then it would vibrate and go, Togepi! And it was really cute and I liked it a lot. Okay. I think I had a yeah. Togepi toy. Nobody. It didn't like vibrate or do anything. It just looked cute and I would carry it around all the time. Yeah, that's what you do with Togepi. Every kid, I think, had at least a little bit of a phase where Tokopi was, if not their favorite, in their top three. I mean, Tokopi was, like, equivalent to Pikachu status yeah. for a while. He was Misty's Pikachu. Yeah. Always out of the ball. Just hanging around. around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think... You don't, know, you, you don't know what you're talking about. I did not go through such a phase. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still at the very... Early stages of my Pokemon. Yeah, Misty gets a Togepi, and that's a really big deal. Okay. Because they like give her a Pokemon that is equal in status to Pikachu, mm-hmm. more or less. She had one in the in the first Pokemon movie. She did have a Togepi in the first Pokemon movie. Yeah. I just remember yeah, sometimes they would give Togepi. the Pokemon. I think like and especially the... Vulpix, like these little round balls that were supposed to be food. And I realized it's probably, again, it's meant to be more like animal food, but like yeah. little Kristen was like, that just looks like, oh god, what are those called? Like, chocolate. It looks like a truffle. And I, all I wanted was to eat one of those and to know what it was like. I thought you were going to be mad they were feeding that to Vulpix, but no. you just also wanted I just the also wanted food it. Yeah. the Pokemon It looked getting. like a truffle. Also, if it's good enough for Vulpix, it's good enough for me. Vulpix was one of my favorites. Yeah, Vulpix is a good one. I like Growlithe. I... Growlithe... Growlithe Growlithe looked super cute with its, like, little dog waddle. Yeah, little tail going work. That was a good one. Honestly, I didn't even need a plot. I would have been (laughs) probably more content if it had just been, like, people working in a greenhouse... Here are our plant type Pokemon, and then just like a day at the beach. Here are our water type Pokemon, and they just did that with yeah. no plot. Honestly, I think, I think everybody would love that. Just showing the Pokemon. Yeah, I think. Like, I was really happy whenever we got an establishing shot of the city like that, and there were just like some people with a Pokemon lumbering around behind yeah. them, and that was it. Which I think is like. It's kind of the point of the movie. Like, there's a plot, and there's a bad guy who's trying to, like, fuse Pokemon with humans or whatever. Yeah, and, like, I, I guess. And there's bad stuff happening. But, like, for me, it was all about, like, showing off the CGI Pokemon and, like, what a world would be like living side by side with Pokemon and how great that yeah. would be. And, like, that was the whole point of Rhyme City. But I me. wanted more. Yeah. I like, get rid of the plot and just show me <laughs> the cute Pokemon. Yeah. I would have also been very happy with, like, I don't know. I I had a hard time following the plot at yeah. points. Just like there was like the the evil 
father with his son who I thought was evil and then wasn't. He's and just then, a like, jerk. He's not. He's, evil. he's a jerk. Mm-hmm. He's just. He's not trying to poison gas all the Pokemon, but not really poison gas them. Just like make them mad so they're confused, so you can fuse humans with their Pokemon, and then I don't yeah. know. I was like, this is a little bit convoluted for me. Go back to the. <laughs> it's not. Go back to the Bulbasaurs, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I would call a particularly good mystery, or planned on, on behalf of of the villain, who I wish was not a man in a wheelchair. They could have they could have avoided ableism that way, but uh, right. it's weird because I don't think it's super good from the mystery plot standpoint but i feel like for a pokemon live action movie it was more important to deliver on the pokemon themselves looking good and bringing the kind of joy that we just expressed about seeing all the little pokemon go around and everybody i know is like oh my god it's a spearow and like it's a bulbasaur i mean we're just like so excited about it so i feel i feel like if the movie had to focus it shows where to focus Correctly, and it did that, and I'm still very fond of it, and it makes me very happy yeah. when I watch it. I just, I just could have been, could have been a really good. Mystery. But then I get annoyed at, at Tim because I get why he yeah. apparently resents Pokemon, yeah, and he's used to seeing them all the time. So you aren't necessarily going to be like, oh wow, Pokemon, yeah. you see them every second of the day. But I'm like, we all are watching this, thinking it's super fun and cool. And he was just like, ugh, Pokemon, why is everyone asking me why I don't have one? And I'm like, yeah, why don't you? They're super cool. So I would get kind of annoyed with him. I mean, I don't mind the plot being like, I learned to like Pokemon again. No, I don't mind that, but... Especially because... When you are excited to watch it, and then like the main character is like, ugh, Pokemon. I'm sort of like, bruh, you're missing the whole point of the movie. Yeah. No plot, felt, just Pokemon. It felt for me... So for me, the experience of watching it was a little bit wa- like watching the first Jurassic Park movie as mm-hmm. a child, which was the first... I went. I saw it in theaters in second grade. Nice. Which was like the first PG-13 movie I'd ever seen, which was like really Scandalous. a big deal. And yeah. like, my mom was like nervous that I would have nightmares, but I was like... You know, the experience of seeing, yeah, seeing those dinosaurs, and the dinosaurs are so cool and so well done, and, like, you know, that felt sort of like it, watching all the Pokemon wander around and, like, interact with people, that was sort of, that was sort of the experience, where I think what you're pointing at maybe is a little bit more like Jurassic World, where the kid is, like, kind of jaded, and... It's just, yeah. He's just, like, really into the girl, or, like, the girls that he sees, and it's just kind of like, dinosaurs, they're whatever. <laughs> Can see pictures of these online, man. Yeah. Yeah, I... I don't know. I was just upset on the Pokemon's behalf that he was like, ugh, Pokemon. Yeah. I'm like, they deserve more love than that. Oh, I mean, that's objectively think, true. Yeah. I think that I really... I, I did appreciate that her point of view character was somebody who was kind of checked out of Pokemon in general and, like, was working in insurance, but, like, obviously still had kind of 
this deep love of them underneath like the pain of his family situation and losing his mother and all the stuff that he'd been through like we get that brief scene at the beginning where he's with his friend who tries to convince him to like capture the Cubone and he's like nah I'm good on Pokemon I don't want one but like kind of goes through with it and it blows up in his face and the little Cubo chases him down and it's great yeah. <laughs> um, but later like when Pikachu is going to fight the Charizard it's still obvious that he like still remembers and loves all the Pokemon fighting stuff that he learned as a wannabe trainer and like he's going to coach Pikachu not to get destroyed and like I don't know I thought it was a good part like a good bit of character building on the writer's part to be like it was I can see why for the storyline they chose it but again just watching it I'm like be excited for them I think it doesn't help that Tim as a whole kind of falls flat for me like I agree he's got that plot going where he doesn't like Pokemon but actually he does and I really like that about him but I also feel like I don't know I didn't like Tim that much but I didn't dislike him either exactly he's just kind of like he's just like I just I didn't love him he was just one of the parts that I felt like the movie could have added some more charm to you yeah, some more personality I think, I think part of it is just that his storyline is such a bummer and <laughs> we get tossed into it right at the beginning and it's like you know he doesn't like pokemon because he associates them with his mom and his mom died and then like his dad died and he was estranged from his father and like he's going to the city to try and both like find closure and like deal with his father's stuff and then like it turns out that maybe the father's not dead so that's a whole like another big emotional thing that he's got to go through Mm -hmm. and like all of it was just kind of it was just kind of a downer in a movie that I wanted to be more upbeat because it's like there's Pokemon everywhere okay so yes but (laughs) I I also think one of the coolest parts of Detective Pikachu is is the noir-esque elements that they put into it like all the all the lighting and that it is kind of like gritty a little bit. Like I wouldn't call it like a gritty movie in that it needs to be rated board out what is it, PG thirteen? I don't know I what think it it's is. Just PG. I think it's, oh. It doesn't need to be like edgy exactly, no. but I really appreciate but the I do tone like, and the vibrant and how they made it edgy by like going to the coffee place after hours yeah, and again it's like thing. dim lighting not a whole lot of people there yeah. like don't look at me we can't have this conversation but then they still had fun with it and they just sit over here and talk to us and like the, the back alleys look at like I, really like I can stop anytime I want that back street behind behind uh, the dad's apartment oh, and like I really like those elements of it mm-hmm. but that's also another thing that I feel like is muted and could have been brought sharper into focus yeah. in the movie like I get what they were doing and I really appreciate the vestiges of what is there but feel like I could make my argument a lot better if those components were sharper and all the things that I'm saying the movie should have had uh, were in the movie everyone should listen to me all the time no and I'm, <laughs> and I'm an artistic genius have you seen um, have you seen Brick I love Brick! Yeah, yeah! I love Brick! That movie is so good! Yeah. Have you seen Brick? No, don't I don't know what Brick. you're talking about. <laughs> Brick is Ryan Johnson, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ryan Johnson and... Uh, and I think uh, it's his first movie. I think you're right. It's like a... It's like a... It's a mystery. And um, it's high schoolers, but they speak in like hard-boiled noir detective speech the whole time. And it feels really, really natural. 
And you it's may have really, told really me good. about this because it sounds familiar, and I don't know where else. Yeah, I and have heard like about it. it has JGL. They don't swear, and yet it's like really sophisticated isn't the right word, but it's like they it's don't very like swear, and there's not a lot of like violence per se, but it's still like a really gritty kind of mystery without actually being super inappropriate at all. It's just got this really cool vibe know, with the high schoolers. And gore, it's rated as moderate. And the actual, like, like I'm trying, it's been some time since I've seen it. But it's really, it's break. like a really stylized Yeah, it's very stylized. Fun, fun time. I'll have to look into it. I love yeah. Brick. It has Tess from Roswell. I'm sure that means a lot she to you. Laura. so close but so it was far. because they were like two women and I and it I had a like there shot. are three so <laughs> wait who's the third Kara or Kara I don't know how she said Kara. it oh no you're right Kara yeah yeah I remember Kara now three or women Karen. Kara 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 one Karen. of those I don't know uh, when you watch it, though, I would watch it with subtitles because they speak very fast and very fluid the way that, like, a 40s detective would in, like, a black-and-white movie. And okay. I caught a lot more when I put the subtitles on my second watch-through. I was like, wow, this dialogue is bonking. I love it. You need subtitles sometimes. You need subtitles sometimes. Like, Prime and Prejudice. Subtitles. Yeah. yeah. That's a must. Love a good subtitle. Yeah. I, I watch most things with subtitles just because... I like reading. <laughs> my family always has them on because my mom doesn't have great hearing. And then I think everyone else is just used to it now. And I'm fine not having them on. But I do notice that if I miss something that they say, my eyes immediately like flick to the bottom of the screen looking for the words to be there. And then I'm like, oh, I don't have them on. I don't, I don't know what they said. So I don't yeah. need them. But they are handy. Yeah, I like, I mean, I just like them, I, I like, I like reading, I like, I like knowing what the script is, and having that go by while I'm watching I don't, because sometimes I read it ahead of when they say it, and even if it's like a corny line, and you can tell that they're gonna say it, I want to hear them say it before I read it. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I also, like, I watch a lot of foreign films, so like, I'm just used to reading while I'm watching a movie. That's true. So. I hadn't done that until like recently during quarantine times. My family, my parents and I watched some Icelandic show and that was my first experience of like needing to read the subtitles while watching something and I was nervous that my brain was not going to keep up. I figured it would adapt eventually but I'm like I don't know there are things going on but I have to read the whole sentence instead of yep. just eyes flicking down when I miss mishear a word or something but no it was it was good very easy to do and I've I watched a, Train to Busan today. I've got a big stack getting ready for episode 50 which draws ever closer um yeah what couple are you gonna of, make us watch couple of German movies in there couple I of, can Pick a German one, because then I can see how well I'm doing on Duolingo. <laughs> there's, a ger- there's a German one that's. Uh, it's a contender. That's clo- close to the top of the close to the top of the pack at this point. We Conveniently, can, the spines are faced away. We can. Uh, 
you can look through them after we're done with this episode because that'll be more fun for the people that are listening to it rather than uh, you looking through my DVD pile. Um, Yeah. I think, so going into it, I don't know. Like like I told Hallie as we were watching it, I think this movie is a work of art. It's going to be like at least an eight. It is really good. Like, okay, sure, the plot doesn't make a ton of sense, and the twist is kind of silly, and, like, maybe it's a little bit too edgy in places for my taste, but, like, I didn't care about any of that. I just really, I really loved the Pokemon and the people and the Pokemon interacting with the people. (laughs) And, like, that's all I want from a movie, it turns out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It had, like, the perfect amount of romance, too. Like, the whole journey of the film is Tim trying to figure out and what happened to his dad and get reunited with his dad. But, like, along the way, he meets a cute girl, and the two of them have plans to, like, maybe hang out later if work's not too busy. <laughs> like, and that's, like, it doesn't even end with them. Like, there's no there's no kiss. It doesn't, like, that's true. like here's the mm-hmm. two of them. We're going to start a future together or whatever. Like, no, it's just, like, the last thing we see is Tim and Harry and the Pikachu, and they're all about to go get coffee. And that's, yeah. That's it. Little, like, little nice little and like we know that he's gonna maybe hang out with oh, what's her Lucy? name? Lucy. Lucy. He's gonna go hang out with Lucy at some point, and like maybe that'll be great. Maybe it'll turn out that they just talk about Pokemon, and that's cool too. That's cool too. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. that's like the amount of romance that I want. It's just like maybe we'll hang out later. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's that's perfect. Dreaming big. That's perfect. Yeah, I don't know. It just it feels like there are so many movies where like, if not the A plot, then at least the B plot. Like that's what it hinges on. It is like, you know, you solve the crime and you get the girl or whatever it's like like, I would agree with that and I do appreciate that it's like it's there it's fun it's cute but it's not a focus yeah and it's just like it's just the you know he has the line when he's fighting the the ditto it's like you know how dare you take the form of this woman I'm very attracted to or whatever okay I thought I don't know I thought it was either wanted no romance or like slightly turned up a little and not turned up as in like scandalous or anything just maybe slightly more there I don't know just like I can see how in a name of a movie that is Detective Pikachu your primary things have to be Detective Mysteriness and Pikachu Pokemon like (laughs) you need Pokemon and you need mystery those should be like your top two things so I can, I'm totally fine letting any sort of romance take the back seat, or even not including it. But I don't know. You can tell, I guess, that there's sort of like not a chemistry, but like I guess a little bit of like a romantic tension between the two. But I feel like it isn't really there. And then he's like, "How dare you take the shape of the girl I'm very attracted to?" And I'm like, "Very." Where did the very come from? I mean, there's no suggestion that there's a very. Like other elements of the plot, I also feel like it wasn't super good. But like, <laughs> but like, 
I got what they were going for. I was like, yeah, whatever. They're cute together. I think what I a little bit. What would have would like have loved more, but pleased my little heart is if they had some sort of moment where they both go to like adjust the volume on the radio and then their hands touch and then they're like, oh, hand touching. Yeah, a little bit of hand touching, circa period piece romances, but. And then they just get like like a little bit flustered, and then they keep going because then the very would have been more apparent to me. I think really that's what threw me off is that he's like very attractive, and I'm like I don't know. It just seemed out of nowhere. I mean, I yeah, a little bit more or just not there. I mean, he's a pretty closed off person. He's not. He's not gonna like. He's not gonna Flynn Rider it. Gush is very. His very attractedness all over the place. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I was also, I was going into it, I was nervous about Ryan Reynolds being the Pikachu because I, I don't really care for Ryan I Reynolds know. that much. But he was fine. Yeah. I like, thought... I don't know. Like, what if, what if one of the Chris's were the Pikachu? Would that be better? Maybe? I don't know. I think Ryan Reynolds does a very good job just of speaking in very particular ways that yeah. no disrespect to any of the Chris's I think a lot of people could have done a good job but I think Ryan Reynolds did a great job yeah, for sure I feel like I feel like he had fun with it yeah you know? like I feel like this movie had fun I feel like the creators were like we love Pokemon and we're gonna do like a weird stylized Pokemon thing and it's gonna be great and fun because we're being earnest about it and I feel like Ryan Reynolds really came at voicing Detective Pikachu with that kind of attitude yeah like he's he's he wasn't there for the paycheck he was there to like have fun yeah he was like, like I'm Detective Pikachu, Pikachu. yeah and then I was watching it and I'm like oh he has three daughters I hope that they have fun watching this yeah. and getting to be like that's my dad my dad is Pikachu that's so fun yeah and I just I don't know like yeah the way that he delivers certain things like when he's ordering the coffee so... and he's like he's another, another one black is night thank you <laughs> I really love his whisper when he does that and you know, like I don't, like, 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 I don't want to say a lesser actor, but like, but like somebody else may have delivered that line a little bit differently. But the way he, you know, thank you, like that, just like he read that in a weird way that is maybe not. He brings immediately. I think part of it is maybe again just because I'm thinking of Ryan Reynolds as a whole, but he still is very. Deadpool-ish when he's Pikachu, which is not to be like Ryan Reynolds has one one way of doing things, and it's and it's this, and he does it the same for Deadpool and Pikachu. But I think it's more so that Deadpool obviously swears more, which was not present in Pikachu. But he's like funny, and he says things and with like very comedic timing, yeah. and he brought that to it. And I think maybe people expect not expected, but. Wouldn't have been surprised if it was more of just the sort of like wholesome-ish family thing. And I think it was just, I know it was funnier than I thought it would be. And I didn't even think it wouldn't be funny. I just, I don't know. I thought he did a really good job. It's a its a style that he's really good with. Yes. That he, that he fits into. My clues! I like that line a lot. My clues. I just really like it. Is it just when all the coffee is knocked over? Yeah, it's when he walks into the living room in the morning and and and, and like knocks and, over and the all Pikachu the... has just like all those papers all over the floor and he walks through and I just like, my like maybe if I see it, I'll it'll it'll work and I just need to put it all out in front of me because I was like yeah same, 
You gotta yeah. just have it all out and love just good, stare at it. Love yeah. a good heist board. It was, but it was like the heist floor in yeah. that. The heist that, apartment. Yeah, essentially. And I just, oh man, it was fun. It was, it was fun. fun. Yeah. 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 It was a it was a fun movie. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that we watched this one. Uh, what did you What did you think? Well, what What are you going to bring up next? Because maybe you're no, no. Up. Go ahead. Uh, uh, I one of the things that I'm not crazy about, uh, re the mystery and the plot is that is that it is his dad. I mean, I'm glad that he like bonds with his dad. And I'm and and all that, and I think it was like fun when Ryan Reynolds himself, Ryan Reynolds, when Ryan Reynolds himself showed up at the end. But I also would really like Detective Pikachu to continue existing as Detective Pikachu, and I didn't want I didn't want like a franchise or like a million sequels, but I kind of wanted the opportunity to be there for like Tim and Detective Pikachu to come back, and I know that it's implied he he like solves cases with his dad and his dad takes him under his wing or whatever but it's, but it's not, not the same if it's just ryan reynolds talking in the way of pikachu instead of pikachu talking yeah. like ryan reynolds i don't know i feel like, like they could have been like i don't know it's just a special pikachu which is how right. you can talk to him like, and also somehow he saved your dad by absorbing his brain being <laughs> like, like that part. and then we like put that back out but he can still stay talking and communicating, and well, still the Detective Pikachu that we know and love. I don't necessarily know that I would want him to stay Detective Pikachu as Dad, Dad Goodman, either. No, I mean, like, as if Detective Pikachu, as we saw him, had always, that's, like, how he always Oh, that's just is. how that Pikachu partner was. Yeah, and then, and then it's just, it's almost like he just had a hidden little flash drive that was also, like, his dad. I mean, like, oh, his dad flash is on this drive. flash drive. Because Pikachu knows the move Flash because it's an electric Pokemon that was... Yeah, go ahead. Keep going. I made a really good joke. It was bad. <laughs> and really he's like, flash funny. drive, and that's where that's where his dad is on this flash drive. And I don't know how that would have made sense. But I think then it could have been fun, too, if they had done a sequel where if Harry Goodman obviously bonded with his Pikachu Pokemon but they couldn't talk and then suddenly you have like the funny dynamic of Pikachu and Tim being able to talk to each other and that would like be hilarious. talking about things behind Harry's back yeah but like in a funny way not in a mean way like, maybe in a mean way but <laughs> just having fun with it and I think they could have done that except now he's just a Pikachu now it's just Pikachu, and I was really excited about like because I I truly thought it was like no you can just understand this Pikachu we're not yeah. gonna, we're not gonna we're not gonna, we're not gonna explain how that crazy happened. things happen yeah. sometimes you know and I was like yeah just like a weird link you two found each other at the right time and yeah. you're just you're just supposed to be together as partners you know and then and then like and then like even if you know like milking a million sequels is bad but like but like at least they could have existed in that partnership in my brain forever and i could and i could think about that being their default state of existence they, instead of instead of dad dad could have been and i would have i would have loved a detective pikachu too with i think they could have even tried to like shoehorn it in as either he was exposed to something at the lab where mewtwo was or when mewtwo saved harry goodman by putting him into Pikachu. I don't even yeah, know how to describe yeah, that. Like, there are no words to describe his what they did there. or his um, soul or something. Yeah. I feel like when you 
you could have even been like, oh, when Mewtwo did that, it like unlocked some sort of link because he's a psychic Pokemon. It seems like something he'd be able to do. Yeah, and yeah, you've got, to, and he's a powerful psychic Pokemon. Yeah, he's, he's like, like one of the most powerful Pokemon. Yeah. that's why I love him. That's not why I love him, but it's very cool that I love him, him and he's one of the very powerful. He is. He's just a little emo kid, <laughs> and aren't we all? And uh, I don't know. They could have like found a way. I'm talking very, very easily to fit it in, and they didn't. And now, if they ever want to do another, you have to find a way to put Ryan Reynolds back in Pikachu, <laughs> right? Like, like <laughs> because like nobody like that was a huge draw of the movie. Like Ryan Reynolds is like, I gotta see this. Yeah, I gotta see this. And I think people would go just to see another live action Pokemon movie, as we yeah. all said. Like, yeah, just show yeah. me all the Pokemon. Yeah, but or... it's still, it's still. It's still the vibe, but that's different now. I think it would be fun. Even if they, you know, have to abandon that for plot reasons and yeah. avoiding plot holes. Give us little slice of life things. Like Love I it. mentioned, a day at the beach, working at the greenhouse, 100%. all these different I'm things. With you. Because, again, their plot wasn't the most magnificent no. thing. But we didn't, we want, we were there for the Pokemon anyway, so. I don't think anyone expected it to be an Oscar-worthy plot. So just get rid of the plot or just have very basic things like trying to play beach volleyball when you're a water Pokemon is hard because you can't go on the sand. You need to be in the water. Like, I don't know, something simple like that. And give us little slice of life, yeah. slice of life episodes. I liked the... Um... I liked whenever we saw things in the city that they didn't ever talk about, but were obviously like, this is how Rhyme City functions. Yeah. Like at the at the parade, like the people holding up the giant balloons, like they're no. all dressed as squirrels. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Yeah, there's like a whole bunch of people that are all wearing like blue shirts and like squ squirtle hats and stuff. And then there's a bunch they're that are like bloody. also in like Pikachu They're their own squirtle squad. Yeah, the Squirrel Squad is cool. Okay. Wear their leather jackets and sunglasses. Yeah. You have to Where? answer for for this. Where are they? Where are they? <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, like th things like that, they're just kind of in the background, and you know, maybe you don't even notice them. No. I. But... That's why I liked Machamp or Machop. Uh, the Champ. Machamp just like directing traffic casually. And they're like, yeah, Snorlax is sleeping in the road again. What are you going to do? Snorlax. And then... Gotta get a polka flute. I don't even know what Pokemon that was at the coffee shop that made the noise. It looks like a duck. <laughs> <or> a sombrero. <laughs> but... Wait, yeah. what did it say? What was that? <laughs> I think his name is Lotad, but I'm not confident in that. But again, you just have like... Pokemon doing that. There was there was like a pigeon, Hello. not not a pigeon, a Pidgey or a Pidgeotto or a Pidgey. Yeah, I don't remember. It was one of them. And it was like carrying something flying up to a construction site and then it landed there. And I literally, one of my thoughts was like, how do you go about hiring one of those though? Because like, <laughs> it's, this Pokemon is working right. for you. You have to pay it. You have to communicate its schedule. And... <laughs> I just got like oddly focused on this one little thing. Well, but it's probably it's probably bonded with one of the construction workers. Yeah, you just I, hire them as a. Pair. I eventually did think of that, but at first I was like, <laughs> did it walk into an interview and be like, 
<laughs> Don't ask him questions and that's all it would do? Where is it? It's W2. <laughs> what is happening here? And I was just kind of amused. And then, yeah, I eventually thought, oh, it probably is there with a construction worker. And that's how this is happening. But give us give us a little tiny episode about a Pidgey who goes in and trips <laughs> with a poke, with with a person. Maybe the person is like a baker, and the Pidgey's like, I want a construction. <laughs> Baking is the worst. Construction's my destiny. Yeah. Slice of life things. That's like half the fun of fan fiction. Is like yes, you get like this big epic story in the actual media official whatever and then you get people who are like but what if they were roommates <laughs> and one of them worked at a coffee shop the best part of the and that's just what it could be and i think that would be really fun yeah i agree where is it where is it where is it sony come on <laughs> it's a sony thing right i didn't just make that I think up it's a, give me, give me it's the DVD case. no but like, but like the movie people warner bros that's not Sony. Where is it, Warner Bros? Oh, we haven't talked about the art chemical at all. <laughs> oh, I have thoughts about the art chemical. I yeah. guess we should. That's a fairly important part of the plot. Oh, yeah, but you see on, like, this, like, street that he's on, like, uh, there was somebody who, this, this trailer made waves when it was released, as you can imagine. So somebody on YouTube, and I don't remember the YouTube user, but maybe I can find that person um he was like yeah okay so i know everyone's like live action pokemon i don't know but like look at this street and he pointed out like all the little business names like there's um lickitung post office and there's like a like a gym with a machamp or a machamp i don't actually know which is the right pronunciation on there and there's like a moo moo milk uh, sign and but it's like it's like glowy you know like the water is reflecting yeah. everything and it's neon is like ah it's cool it's atmospherically cool Johto Sport Club I just look at oh man yeah that would be a good job because that's probably not like a head writer job but like being the person who's like all right we're gonna make a bustling Pokemon City what are the signs that we need in the background that nobody would notice yeah <laughs> but. If you ever paused it and took it all in, you could see what businesses God, exist. What a fun job that would Rhyme be! Rhyme City. And I want to see, I want to see more, uh, more stuff in Rhyme City. Like I would watch, I would watch more movies in Rhyme City with I think Pokemon. That would be another fun thing is you don't even necessarily have the Pokemon. Well, like obviously, you obviously you, you need. But them. like you go through and you just show the cool, fun businesses. Yeah. And how, like, how does a smoothie shop work? when a Pokemon works there. Like, or like with Pokemon coming in and having to order or something. Like, just show us some little things. People would eat that up. Yeah. How do you open this door? <laughs> yeah. That was the problem. I figured it out. Yeah. Okay. Why do they make the part that isn't where you open it look like a part where you would open it? The door's reversible. So, like, if you look at the top, you could take the bolts out. Yeah. You just leave the water out, too. Just put it on the counter. Are you sure? Yep. Are you confident? Yes. Why don't you want a factory fridge? What aren't you telling us? Well, I'll, I'm going to get some water in a second, too. Okay. Um, actually, maybe right now. May as well. 
Well, I guess that explains why the end that didn't open looked like it could. Yeah, I tried to I tried to reverse it so I could open it from the other end, but then I messed everything up and uh, almost broke the door entirely. So I decided to just leave it the way it was. You could have had it be like like the the car the fancy car doors that open above. Like, what if your fridge oh, like instead of like, like opening like door. this just was like. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you had to get everything. The most obnoxious fridge door you can think of. Sounds like something a rich person would have. Yeah, it does. And they'd be like, you wouldn't believe how crisp the vegetable drawer is. (laughs) (laughs) Like, fuck you. They could show us that in Pokemon. (laughs) No, like ridiculous fridge doors. Yes, I'm sure they have them so that Pokemon Either to better accommodate the Pokemon or to be like, this lick of tongue keeps getting in my fridge. (laughs) We need to find a way to stop this from happening. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me um, talking about the, like, how would a smoothie shop operate in Rhyme City? It reminded me a little bit of Zootopia, where, like, when we first get to the city and we see, like, there's, like, the little tunnels for the hamsters, hamsters yeah. and then like there's the giraffe that's making isn't it isn't there like is a it? smoothie shop that's like, yeah, yeah and they yeah. send the smoothie up through the yeah. tube for the giraffe yeah yeah, yeah. see yeah. that's that's what detective pikachu that was also one of done. my favorite parts of zootopia was seeing yeah. all of that kind of stuff yeah. and seeing city. all the different like lemmings leave the office yeah and yeah. then they all just like start to follow each other because really lemmings too. it's yeah. a, it's a joke yeah. And seeing the obnoxious size scoops of the elephant ice cream place. Yeah. Yeah. Some fun stuff. Yeah. They should have capitalized on that. They really should have. Yeah. I feel like I feel like this may not be the last time that we see Rhyme City, even if I, it's not in a you I know, feel like even it was if so... it's not like through Detective Pikachu and like Ryan Reynolds as a Pikachu and like and I don't know. I would... feel like I feel like, especially if, again, Hollywood accounting, I don't know how much money it actually made or, you know, being the second highest grossing video game film adaptation of all time, I don't know if that's actually a thing that they care about, but, like, it feels like it made a lot of money and was popular and people enjoyed it. It feels like it made a big enough splash that they would try to revisit it somehow, even if they realize, like, ooh, we sort of, like, closed up this little plot how are we going to do that again? They'd, I feel like they'd try to find a way, and they'd be like, have you seen Pikachu's cousin Raichu? <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd just be like, and also look, voiced it's by Chris Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> but then Ryan Reynolds is the voice of, I don't know, like a Jigglypuff, and everyone's like, a Jigglypuff for Ryan Reynolds? We'll take it. I thought they might be going that direction. I was like, sure, like they can do a lot with this, but like, sequels are announced so fast nowadays yeah. and it wasn't announced right away afterwards and I was like oh that's sad like see, like I, I, I get sequel fatigue but this is something I would really like to see follow ups do because of how because of everything that we have talked about and it yeah. makes me sad that I don't think whoever is in charge of these decisions thinks it was a big enough success 
to launch further ventures. You gotta wonder what goes on in these movies. I don't I don't know. I just feel like everybody making these decisions is the epitome of the hello fellow kids memes. Like they don't they don't know. They don't they're not qualified to be making these decisions. They're not in touch with anybody. No. They think they're in touch and then they have like a big misstep. Yeah. And then that's it. Or they just have something really good and they're like, nah. This is done. Like this We're didn't, good. This didn't And maybe ugh. they'll maybe it'll what wasn't there something where they're gonna oh, maybe I'm just thinking of Avatar, like blue people avatar. How so eventually, in theory, the second one is coming out. Yeah. I feel like maybe they'll end up doing not that long of a pause for Pikachu, but suddenly it'll be like 2025, new Pikachu Rhyme City something or other going yeah. on. And everyone's like, I'm excited for it, but why did you make us wait nine years? What was the point of that? When <sighs> Strike While the Iron's Hot. But no, people would be so happy if make poor decisions. Which is why I feel like it's not going to happen, even though I hold out. Ryan Reynolds is also a fizzy person. Of hope. Well, if again, they wanted, any, any if they wanted to movie. commit to him, I'm sure there are other Pokemon who are also detectives. We don't know. We might never. They won't tell us. We might never know. Never. Wouldn't you love to see a little Growlithe keep a detective hat? I would. Pay a would lot of warm money my cold dead heart. Or? <laughs> little growlith especially if you had like a little detective badge God. Which, uh, wore it on his collar or something it hung out and it could be like detective which which Chris would make the best growlith the best growlith my first thought is pine pine is also my first thought <laughs> because pine feels the most adjacent to Ryan Reynolds Okay. Kind of. It's that, it's that... In the way that he's really, really good at delivering certain lines. Not that the other Chris's aren't, but, like, the way that yeah. Chris Pine speaks, to me, feels like it could belong in a Growlithe. Yeah. <laughs> that checks out. Like a, like a okay. funny Growlithe who is just edgy enough to be funny because it's kind of out of place, but they dial back the edge just a, just a tad. Just a tad. Just could, a tad. We could do a whole... Chris is in the Pokemon. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh no. <laughs> we don't have to do it right now. No, but... I would need to think about that. Yeah. And this we'd is have a lot to, more... We'd have to limit it to like the first 150. 150. Yeah. Because one, I don't know too many Pokemon beyond the original 150. And then two, you gotta put a cap on it somewhere. You gotta put a cap on it somewhere. Yeah. I was gonna mention the Argas, but mm. now... I don't know. It was Mention just, it. It was just all part of the the plot. Okay, <laughs> yes. Like, the Argas, I have one main thought about the Argas. Why is it R? Why is it R? <laughs> they could have called it any other letter. Because the R made me think that Team Rocket was going to be involved. And I got really excited in the theater. And, that, and then that just didn't happen. Team Rocket was never there. So, like, they should have renamed that chemical. I don't know if it's originally named the R in the video game, because I haven't played the video game. But they Maybe should have changed it in the video game. And Maybe it is. I don't actually know. I don't and, know. like, I don't blame the movie for maybe steering away from Team Rocket, mm-hmm. especially for, like, 
a first venture into Pokemon live action, you don't want to touch such a beloved organization <laughs> by the by the fans. The fans love Team Rocket, but like, and doesn't he, it, it wouldn't need to be like Jesse and James either because I don't even know how you'd go about casting Jesse and James I live could action. Never tell. But like the organization Team Rocket would have been really cool to be involved, and I was upset at. Maybe when the sequel comes out, we will learn that Team Rocket was behind Mewtwo's experiments. They're the reason he's so emo. Giovanni's got his hands in a lot of pots. Mm -hmm. That's a phrase. Hands in a lot of pots. I never... Pies. Pies. Hands in a lot of pies. (laughs) Pots of pies. Pots. Pot pies. pies. (laughs) (laughs) Um... When I was younger, I could never understand if Jesse and James were supposed to be siblings, co-workers, or romantically involved. My favorite breakdown of their relationship is, um, have you ever seen a couple, shoot, I'm not going to get the exact wording right, but it's like male and female heterosexual couple but in a way that you both know they're unmistakably bisexual (laughs) jesse and james and then another one was like those friends who have a who have a if we don't find anyone by age 40 we'll just marry each other pact which i could see jesse and james with like i don't actually ship them romantically but i don't not ship them either I just ship them so hard together in like a they belong together in a partnership that is more everlasting than a romantic relationship way. It just seems like, you know how every, I don't know, I feel like some Disney Channel things lately, specifically their movies, will have characters who I can't tell if they're just supposed to be friends or something more. And then just when I think I figure it out, they do the opposite. And I'm like, I don't. Which one are you? I don't... It's not that important, I guess. I just want to know what I'm supposed to be feeling here. And I have no clue with Team Rocket, like, what's going on. I, I really love that there's no clue with Team Rocket. I don't... That just... That feels... It is kind of the... It, it's kind of fun now, but young me was like, where is this going? <laughs> what's happening here? I think we need more relationships like that. So that the youths aren't always saying, what's going on? You're a boy and a girl. You we have to be together. together. You know? No, like, they're I, just co-workers. Yeah. Who so nobody else. else wants to work with. And <laughs> nobody so else. Stuck together. But then they built an unlikely friendship. That's correct. God, I love Jesse and James. They're so good. They're so good. Prepare for trouble. And make it double. There's a a show on Netflix called Pokemon Journeys. And it's really, really good. I don't... It's like current, I think. Definitely within the last few years. But I don't actually know offhand how like recent it is but there's there's a new there's a new boy and his name is go g-o-h i'm not a super big fan of the name but team rocket is in it more importantly and they have a secret hideout that's like objectively cool which is so weird you have to like go in a phone booth and then you and then it goes down into like a little den with like neon lights and a pool table and a vending machine and a couch and it's like wow that looks like a really fun place 
to hang out. Oh, it's Ash and Go. I was mm-hmm. like, you're telling me that this kid who looks just like Ash is not Ash Ketchum? <laughs> no, Ash is there too. But the, but the new kid, Go, I brought him up because he stumbles upon the secret hideout, like going down when they're coming back up. So yeah. they end up just outside it. Um, and, and he's like, I don't understand what that thing was. And Jesse and James are like, the phone booth? And Go goes, what's a phone booth? And Jesse and James are like, what do you mean what's a phone booth? How old are we? And they just have like this minor breakdown crisis, which I really appreciated and thought was really funny and was like... It's relevant. You know, you know. obviously adults are writing the show, but I was like, I can I can sense the adults here writing it and putting their spirit into Jesse and James. Did you see that one tweet where someone was like, what is burning a CD? And everyone was like... What? <laughs> what do you? What do you mean? Surely you're not asking that question. Yeah. There's um. There's a website. I don't remember what it's called, but um. It's every year whenever, like the 18 year olds are going to be going off to college, yeah. they update it with things that have changed in the past 18 years, and like, or like those kids will have never experienced in their lives. Oh, God. And some of them are, like, licking a stamp. Oh. And, like, oh. you know, dial-up internet. Actually, I don't know if I've ever licked like, a stamp. Yeah, because you're a youth. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, just, just, like, things like that. It's really sobering. <laughs> or, like, did you see... The one thing where it's like, you know, kids are really spoiled in the Netflix generation because they never will experience, you know, the, the 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 adrenaline rush when your sibling tells you that something's back on and you're in the bathroom and you have to, like, sprint through the house. And someone was like, why couldn't you just pause it? And they were the, like, no, oh, the point, the point, child, <laughs> no, is that you couldn't. And I remember seeing the commercials for when they had the TV you could pause I remember specifically, yeah. it was like an Olympic-y thing, and, and the guy had the rings, and he was up, so he was like upside down, and his arms were in the rings, and I think like the grandma was like, he's holding this for a really long time, and then someone came in and hit play, and then he like continued on his thing, and they were like, oh, and it was this whole thing, you could pause TV. It was a big deal. And big that's deal. just, people do that now anyway. Yeah. Crazy. Aging. The times we live in. Yeah. Like the Sega channel. <laughs> that is not confident ever existed. You're just yeah. making things up, David. Yeah, honestly. No, it was great. You're just trying to punk us younger kids. It's great. Plugged into your cable box <laughs> and into your Sega Genesis. No. You can look it up. Didn't happen. Yeah. Being old. That's what this podcast is about. <laughs> yeah. Was there anything else that we should talk about with uh, Detective Pikachu? I don't think so. I've already said that I liked the Bulbasaurus, and that was... Yeah. Yeah, I already said that. Did you say that you cried in the theater? I cried in the theater when the Bulbasaurus came up. Like, it was just one, and I was really... And I, and I was like, oh... 
there's Bulbasaur, there's my boy, and then there were suddenly so many Bulbasaurs and I couldn't keep it in. They were everywhere. They were doing their little like chirps and they were like hopping around and I was like, there are so many Bulbasaurs just being cute and walking around. And I cried a little bit and I hadn't seen it in a while when I watched it with you for this and so I cried again. (laughs) And I was just really happy. Yeah. The Bulbasaurs just make me really happy. So thank you to whoever made the Bulbasaurs, if you're listening to Catching Up David, the Detective <laughs> Pikachu episode. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Yeah. Are you good? I'm good. <laughs> Great. I think one of my Great. thoughts when I had the movie was, where's Meow? <laughs> Wasn't even one of my favorite Pokemon or anything, but I think one of my big takeaways was like, where's the freaking cat? With the with the piece of gold on its head that is never explained. And yeah. Also, where's the Pokedex? Is that just too old school? And they expected that people would be like, It's a cubone. Cubone. Cubone, you idiot. Why do you need a Pokedex to tell you? But Well Pokedexes are typically given just to Pokemon trainers. I guess there's no reason that other people who could benefit from a Pokedex could, like detectives, could also have a Pokedex. Seen them at the fight, but we didn't. Yeah, I'm sure um, the people at the underground fight club for Pokemon were going to be armed with encyclopedias. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. computers like in case they don't know all the skills that a pokemon comes up with they gotta be like let me check my pokedex real quick and see what this charizard see what, can is that you a, see is the that four a, moves a scene that you're really, that no. you're really missing but it can go in the show of I mean, slice of life story it could yeah. pokedexes are cool they yeah, are like uh, a, they are objectively cool and i like them a lot have a traveling pokedex salesman yeah, that would be fun. Selling Pokedexes. See, there's yeah. an episode thing. Whoever is. is listening to this, we will accept 15% of the royalties. Yeah. 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 For David's just... idea, I personally <laughs> will accept 15%. You could email the Catching Up David account and be like, hey, write us a new Detective Pikachu movie, even if it has nothing to do with Detective Pikachu as a character and everything to do with Rhyme City. We'll, we'll do it. And we'll, we'll do, it. do it. Did we see this? We didn't see the Star Me and Star You Pokemon, did we? did you? not see Star You and Star Me. Because I always liked those because I was I'll confused look. by them. Yeah, I know. They're kind they of weird, right? Face. Ash says that once and Misty gets really <laughs> mad. Which, like, yeah, it's kind of rude. <laughs> like, what are you doing, Ash? The thing is, I, I think I can't watch Pokemon now because I think young me got annoyed by Misty and I think current me would be Misty and we just have all these Pokemon and someone would be like they don't have a face that's weird and I mean and I would get offended and be like how dare you they are trying their best unless it's a Pokemon I don't have in which case I'd be like where's their face that's kind of weird <laughs> I like that she has both a star you and a star me that Staryu is going to evolve someday. Then she's going to have two Starmies. They can be friends. Yeah, I mean, they can, there's no reason they can't. Correct. Just like, I also liked the big sea monster one. Gyarados? Yeah. yeah. 
Gary Joseph's Basically, guy. anything big and powerful, I'm like, yeah, that's my jam. You can wipe us all out. Like Give those me that. creepy tentacle ones. Tentacruel? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nephew say that he used, like, this super good Pokeball for a tentacool. <laughs> when my nephew, he was, he was, like, ten or younger. No, much younger than ten. He had to be eight. Uh, he got Pokemon for the first time, and I got them their first little, like, handheld DSs for Christmas and was, like, helping them learn or whatever, and he got his Master Ball, and he told me, so proud, I used a Master Ball and I got a Tentacool. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that, that's what you used that's to what, That's all. That's great, Max. I was just, like, proud of you. Yeah, you're great. There was no taking back that decision. Nope. 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 Pokemon. 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 Really, I just want someone to do, like, not a museum, because I don't want the Pokemon to be trapped, but I can just go through and see these little live-action versions of yeah. Pokemon, of all the ones. Every just, like, one. show off the designs yeah. that I want to see. Yeah. I want to see what their, like, weird skin texture is. Yeah. See if I agree with it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Where's a sand shrew? I don't know how I feel about that. I would love to feel a sand shrew. Right? Yeah. Just like respectfully give it a like pet. A, right? Like, are you sandpaper or are you like shrew paper? Like, what? <laughs> that was such a dumb joke. <laughs> It was one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. <laughs> but it gotcha. Apparently it did. <laughs> David, what's our next movie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, watching this. <laughs> well, for next time, it's fashion week, and Molly is running out of models for her company's new collection. Her demanding work schedule and bitter criticism make her one of the most feared talent scouts in the business, and it's reached such a boiling point that no one wants to work for her anymore, regardless of her influence. So she's turned to black magic, like so many people <laughs> in these plot summaries do, summoning an elder demon to her penthouse suite overlooking Paris and imploring it to please just find her some girls to show off her clothes. The demon does as she wishes, raising an undead army of models for Molly, asking nothing in return except that she saved the best dress for the demon itself. That's right, for next time we're watching The Devil Wears Prada, a story about necromancy and hot couture in the city of love where no one is likable and everyone is immaculately dressed. The Devil Wears Prada. That was a good one, I liked that one. That was a one. really good plot summary. Thank you. I couldn't tell because you. we had been discussing either The Devil Wears Prada or Clueless if you were intentionally going to make it sound like The Devil Wears Prada was... and then sharply yeah, move I also the other way. I was really into when we were like, David, choose which one of these two movies and I then was, surprise us. I was very tempted to do that, but I figured the listeners wouldn't get the joke. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would just be a joke on YouTube. Okay, I guess that's a so. good point. That's fair. So we went with this. The Devil Wears Prada. I don't know anything about it. It has people in it. Yeah. Um, people. people you've seen in pretty They're good. in a city. Fashion. Yeah. I, I got I got fashion from the title. I don't know about the, the devil business, 
but I'm sure we will find out. We'll find out. Yeah. So that'll be for next time. And uh, yeah, until then, so long, Kristen. Guten Abend, David. So long, Howie. Fare thee well, David. And good night, listeners. It could be morning. You don't know their time schedule. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>